We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? And Yo! welcome back to No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, Woo! alongside my co-host Dan Cooser. Dan, what's going on? Oh my God, X gonna give it to you, man. We're back. Oh my. We're back. Rest in peace, baby. We're uh. R.I.P. It's game time, dude. It's, Except it's that's match week. Isn't that? Is that D.M.X. Yeah. Or is that Exhibit? No, D.M.X. <laughs> man, I ain't trying to pimp your ride. I'm trying to. What, do what, some was, the, what was the here. famous uh, exhibit song? Oh God, this is. I, does that exist? Is, does he have one? <laughs> was it? Is it like a break your neck or something? I don't know. I'm no. I'm no good. I'm a bad rap person. I. You know, it's been many, many years since I've listened to an exhibit song. Yeah. And uh, see, there's. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not over here trying to watch Gridiron Gang. All right. I don't know about exhibit. I'm not watching Triple X State of the Union. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. I forgot. I don't know why. For some reason, I was like, X going to give it to you. That's very clearly DMX. But then I yeah. had this like momentary like, oh, God, is that exhibit? But no, it's it's not. It's very not clearly so. not. So, But it's match week, dude. And I am I'm I'm hyped, man. We're going to watch some meaningful soccer games. It's crazy. Regular season cool. starting doesn't feel weird i mean doesn't feel real i i don't know what time is anymore mm-hmm. since we all kind of just spend it at home anyways and don't you dare invite me out because i'm scared to even go anywhere <laughs> despite being vaccinated i'm i'm fine <laughs> we're gonna start off the season against uh two eastern conference teams and then like yeah what play maybe one other eastern conference team for the rest of the year it's weird you got to think we want to go de- you know get these points from these eastern conference teams you know what i mean mm-hmm. why not yeah, we play uh, literally. We play three Eastern Conference teams. We play two of them in the first two weeks in New York and Orlando, and then we wait a little bit until we get Chicago. And uh, you know, we play Chicago at home in in September. But outside of that, it's all the West. So it's exciting, man. It's exciting. I'm glad I found some time to sit down and do this with you. We have a special guest today. I there's no longer an ice cream truck that was just parked outside of my house, probably <laughs> trying to murder children. And That's what I, they do? I didn't like it at all. I don't, we don't need that. Oh my goodness. No, don't. Oh my goodness. They're not, they're not like they were back in the day. Okay. You don't need some trashy Mickey mouse ice cream cone that looks more like mighty mouse than Mickey mouse Mm -hmm. or times square Mickey mouse. How about that? (laughs) This is, this is not how I thought this episode was going to start off. I'll just, I was scared, Jimmy. I was scared to press record. I was like, everyone's going to hear this guy's, you know, ding dong music. Just wasn't good. Well, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, me too. Until next time, yeah. some unfortunate soul out there is going to get a stale bomb pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we, you know, we have a, a lot to talk about this week. Uh, as we said, first game of the year uh, against the New York Red Bulls. We have a special guest joining us, Daniel Shallowy. Oh, uh, cat's out of the bag. Well, you know, it's always in the title. Two so. Daniels, one Jimmy. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> um we talked to him and that's a, a fantastic conversation so yeah best looking friends, forward dude. to playing that so good <laughs> well uh we'll talk about that a little later and uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll see uh we'll maybe talk a little casey woso at the end too they had their first game they did so we'll and they that. are uh very exciting <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so we uh ha- have a good time there but uh you know dan 
it, it we would be remiss because it's the first episode after your favorite weekend of the year. Oh, I can only assume the wrestling Super Bowl, bro. WrestleMania occurred, and we got a lot to talk about, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. But, oh, but what uh, what were your thoughts? I think we at this point it's it's on brand. You got to give them, and uh, and and we actually got a question pertaining to Sporting KC and wrestling. So we'll we'll get oh, to that nice. after. But just quick whirlwind thoughts, bro. I it's just cool. You know, we talked about it a little before it even happened. Just to have things back and have fans back there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was uh. It was cool. And there were a lot of blunders the first night. That was just hilarious. And I was oh, really? here for it. It was just one big dumpster fire after another. One of the women uh, uh, slipped on the ramp and fell on her keister. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Uh, oh, and then her tag team partner or uh, half of her titty popped out. That was different. Uh, you didn't see that? No. <laughs> Peacock tried to go black and they, they blacked it out like a second after it happened i'm like oh nice job oh no <laughs> all the kids are like what was that oh no <laughs> yeah no boy it was fun, no. man it was fun good um, times and a lot of people online tweeting about wrestling yeah you know, people i had no idea even watched that that shit yeah it i mean i think especially over the pandemic when there's not there wasn't a lot else going on you know wwe was one thing that kept going and, and i think even though their ratings didn't do very well i think it almost seemed to me like the hardcore wrestling fans maybe kind of stopped watching a little bit because they're like, ah, this isn't what I was used to. And then some other people who just wanted something were like, I got nothing better to watch. I'll tune into this. That's probably and, right. Because there were some people I saw throughout the last year who were talking about, it, I was like, these people don't watch wrestling, but they kind of watched it a little bit more because what else are you going to do? What else so, are you going to watch? Um, but we did get a question from a Daniel Gooden, if you had to pick one WWE wrestler to join sporting, current or retired, who would you pick and what position would they play? Oh, my gosh. So now it's three Daniels, one Jimmy. That's good times. <laughs> uh, dude, I think he mentioned Rey Mysterio as a winger, and I, and I responded. I was like, yeah, why wouldn't he be a mm-hmm. Sebastian Jovinko? Like, that dude's just spunky, man. Mm-hmm. And timeless. The dude would play for 19 years because he's been wrestling longer than that. Yeah, I remember being a small child, like yes. in my you know 10, 11 years old, and this dude was out there. Yeah, and he's still doing things, man. Uh, so he'd be uh, uh, you know age, t- ageless as far as like a uh, Chris Wondolowski, you know. <laughs> but being tiny, dude, the dude's just—I don't know—that's a good one to say. I, I I'm having a hard time thinking of uh, you know many others that would be down. I mean, obviously, Sheamus is a big Liverpool fan. I hate him. He's from Ireland. Seamus is a Liverpool mm-hmm. guy. Okay. Uh, dude, hey, this is a crossover. Get this. Their new announcer goes by Kevin Patrick. He was Kevin Egan. He was Atlanta United's uh, on-air broadcaster oh. with uh, with Dan Gargan and Jillian Sakovitz. Interesting. Yeah. I saw okay. him pop up, and I was like, I fucking know this guy. Interesting. And I saw I followed him on Twitter already, and he had Atlanta United connections. He's also Irish, and he's a big uh, out of, oh Aston Villa fan. Ah, nice. Yeah, very cool. Well, I knew uh, I, I saw that they also just signed a former like Sports Center uh, commentator to be an announcer, uh, Adnan Verk. He does like yeah. MLB TV stuff, and he used to be a Sports Center anchor. He had so. his first evening on Monday, and I I didn't really care for him. Yeah, well. There you go. I don't like new things, I guess. I don't know. I was like, who the hell is this guy coming yeah. in trying to act like he knows who these people are? Like, guess he even done his dues in WWE? No, he's just been sports center. What uh what happened to the old guy? Uh oh, it's interesting. I think one guy got COVID and couldn't broadcast WrestleMania, and it was just poor timing that his job was already getting replaced. Uh-huh. So it looks like, oh, you want to get COVID? You got fired. We're for replacing COVID. you. <laughs> Well, there you go. Oh, Don't man. get COVID. Uh, <laughs> speaking of COVID, uh, Sporting KC players and staff received the COVID-19 vaccine. They, they yeah. put that up. Uh, that was kind of cool. So they, uh, I don't know which one they got, uh, but we'll see. Doesn't and matter. We're all getting blood clots anyways, right, no, guys? No, Team no, blood no. clots. Team no. blood clots over here. Hopefully everything, uh, stay, you know, seems, you know, talk to your doctor. Do, do what's best. And in most cases, I, let's get the vaccine. So I could be clotting up right now. I hope and we not. don't even know. <laughs> we don't even know, man. 
let's let's talk a little bit about this uh, this game coming up here on on Saturday. Uh, it's an away game at the New York Red Bulls. Yep, seven p.m. Central Time. It's exciting. So you know this is uh it's going to be interesting. There's a lot to learn about the team, including what is the actual first choice eleven, who lines mm-hmm. up where. There's kind of a lot of unknowns going into this game. I feel like most of the time we have an idea of this is going to be, you know, pretty much the 11 and, and there's what three or four spots maybe where we're just really not sure. Could go either way, man. I mean, shoot, maybe Alan Polito picks up a knock or something. We got Wilson Harris out there. We don't Don't know why. So Wilson Harris can't go out there and start putting in bangers. I'm all for that. (laughs) Did Alan Polito score in the preseason? So it's nothing against Wilson Harris. I just think it's probably not a great look if you're a designated player striker who had been injured for much of his first year starts off his second year injured. So let's just hope that he's fully fit and ready to go. I'm just trying to give us all optimism, meaning that if, it, if by that predicting was, an injury, down, you stop it. Know. If that was a thing that happened, it's okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, I got you. You just got to cover the bases, bro. Okay. Well, uh, left wing. Who, who do you think's gonna? That's that's one of the big question marks. Oh, you think? yeah. Daniel Shallowy. You think so? Yeah, he's our guest today. What, am I going to bet against him? <laughs> he won't come on again. We did ask him about it. We did ask him, you know, Jerry still being gone, some competition potential at left wing is this an opportunity, so you'll hear his answer later. Uh, really a lot of good stuff from Daniel, including we, we did ask him about getting the nipples cut out of his shirt, mm, mm-hmm. and, and that was uh, – there's a, there's a controversy there, we'll say. There, there is a controversy, and we are going to probably do some investigative journalism. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of what actually happened. I think we got to figure it out. We need to have more sources on here and uh, really get to the bottom of it, man, because I'm not, I'm not convinced. We got to get Graham Zussi's side of the story now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, He's uh, a radio guy now, by the way. He's on 810, like every yeah, week. <laughs> apparently. Maybe. We're, uh, we're both going to be at Media Day, we think. We haven't oh. been you know they, they didn't reply back but i see no reason why we haven't been confirmed to go to media they didn't, day they didn't reply. so uh i uh we're just gonna show uh, up and be like we here <laughs> <laughs> i've been i've been once before i don't think you've been yet but it'll be a, a cool thing but hmm. graham while while we have you quick yeah. question did you partake in the cutting out of the nipples of daniel shallowy shirt oh boy that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I got a question. Can I eat breakfast in your car? Is that a thing that happened? I just need to know if I need to eat breakfast before you pick me oh, up. Oh, you're talking about eating in my car. I thought you were. that was a question you had for Graham Zussi. And I was like, is no. there a story here that I'm missing? No, no story. I just need to know if I need to eat before I leave. Oh, I mean, as long as you're not like throwing your food all over. No, I just, come on. I'm not a, yeah. I'm no, civilized. Fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. We were clearly in a scene and I yeah. broke character. I was like, this That's is my there, bad. Is there a story I'm not aware of about Graham hates people eating in his car? Got nothing. No. Okay. Well, it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> if, if y'all have anything you want us to ask within reason, we're not, oh, we're, yeah. you know, we're taking this mostly seriously. So uh, we're not going to go there and cause shenanigans because we're not trying to to, to do anything so but you know if you guys does Ilya watch Ginny and georgia on netflix maybe is oh that my not god did <laughs> we not ask that oh well uh we'll, we'll 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 report back to you we'll see how media day goes we're gonna it's a great show we, we haven't officially figured out we we talked a little bit about are we going to do a pod and release wednesday morning and then do like a follow-up pod later that day or, or how we're going to do it we'll figure it out media day is next wednesday so we'll uh, we'll let you guys know Either the pod will be delayed by just a little bit or we'll release as normal and then we'll, which that's probably what we'll do. Maybe yeah. we'll just do like a special media day version. A special media up. day episode and, and episode. you know, maybe it'll be a blast or maybe we won't be invited back. I, we'll <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but that'll be after this this first Red Bull, New York mm-hmm. Red Bulls game. So it'll be interesting to see um, if they win on Saturday. People are probably going to be in better moods going into the home opener. If they lose, it'll be a little bit, a little bit different. But good point. You know, it's hard to to preview this game too much because we we really don't know. You don't know who the Red Bulls are either, bro. Right. But if if just on on gut instinct, going into the first game of the year, it's a road game. It's at Red Bull Arena. How, how are you thinking the team performs in this game? Well, assuming Red Bulls have fans, 
I think they're, <laughs> you know, they're going to be, well, that's not a joke. I mean, like, are they allowed to have fans there? I don't I think they'll have some. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was like a FC Dallas joke. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> the Red Bulls are historically pretty good in, in terms of, yeah. you know, regular season results, but they, it's they cool do stadium have, too, though. it's a very cool stadium, but they do have trouble filling it. Yeah. Cause it's kind of large for a soccer stadium in the U S it, it so. just seems, it almost seems too big for soccer. Um, but I think just being in front of fans, I think sporting is going to play well. So it'll just not much to expect, really. It looks like the, contest. the New York Red Bulls um, will be allowing some fans. And you can have up to 15% for outdoor events capacity. So 15%, huh? What are, yeah. what are we at? What's Kansas City at? Uh, I don't know what the specific number is last year i think it was they got up to what 14 percent, 16 percent, something along those lines i, think I would so. Im- I... imagine it's probably around there to start the the season probably yeah so uh but you think we get going and get a result yeah i mean i'm optimistic about that yeah i mean just coming off of what seems like a good preseason peter had nothing but <clears throat> but good things to say and i feel like he's pretty honest in his reports like that so yeah um I'm excited. I think based off of what we saw from the first team, I feel pretty decent going into the season. The question is depth. And even Daniel Shallow, we talked about depth being a little bit on the lighter side this year. Uh, You know, we'll see what happens. The Red Bulls, I I feel like are going to be a fine team. I don't know that they're going to be a top of the East team, but I think they're probably a, a, a realistic playoff team. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I think sporting can very easily go in there and get a result. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable at this point because there are too many unknowns saying, I think we can go in there and win. But, uh, you know, I think it's certainly possible that we go in there and we get a result. Um, and I think that that'll be perfectly acceptable. Get a result in your first away game of the year. And, and I'm happy. So, yeah, 100%. We shall see. Uh, I just, you know, the Red Bulls are, are one of those teams that they're kind of going to be a, a little bit unknown. Um, you know, they don't have Tim Parker anymore. They've, they've added a couple of players. Uh, it's kind of a, a new cast of faces for, for the Red Bulls this year. So, yeah, it's not the ones we'll we've, see. we've grown to know. You know, they still have, you know, people like Aaron Long, and, and he's a, a well-known player, but then there's a – you know, 17-year-old Caden Clark and 21-year-old Christian Caceres. Those are some young up-and-comers. Can I take the next step? We'll see. So, but I think we get a result. That's my prediction. I'll yeah, say a draw. Well, here's a, here's a weird prediction. We kind of had some inside info that maybe Amelia and Johnny have a, a couple of little injuries. Well, I, I'm skeptical of this. Are you? Because yeah. I, I heard something about about Johnny having a little knock. I, I'm, I'm Someone else. You did? Okay. Because we got someone, I hesitate to call it inside info because it's... Sure. But and we're a, not putting it out there as fact. If you yeah. take anything as fact from us, what the hell are you thinking? But someone, I mean, it's uh, things that we read and speculate on. Yeah. I mean, someone someone on Twitter mentioned something potentially. And if, if what they're saying is correct about Melia, which I'm very skeptical of, uh, that's a big problem. <laughs> but um, yeah. that, but I, I don't... We'll, we'll see. Sporting KC's injury report usually comes out the Thursday before a game. We'll know then. Um, at this point, I would be pretty shocked if Melia picked up any sort of major injury and it hasn't somehow leaked except for a random person in our Twitter mentions. Well, even if it's something, I mean, that doesn't mean it's going to be something on Saturday. I mean, that could go away. Yeah. And no problem. So Johnny's had little knocks here and there throughout the preseason. So it could just be something residual left over if there is something, but, but we'll see. We'll know more on Thursday. Nice. Uh, let's see here. There will be a, a season uh, kickoff party um, hey. presented by Michelob Ultra at Children's Mercy Park. You going to uh, the party? I, I will not be there. No, I'm going to be watching from home. But for those who are interested, Stadium Gates open at 5.30 p.m. Kickoff is obviously at 7.00. Uh, the watch party will be uh, distanced outdoor seating in the stadium bowl with the match shown on the north and south video boards. Face coverings will be mandatory for all in attendance. Uh, I mean, I like the idea 
of doing watch parties in the stadium, like with the games on the video boards, because like you kind of get that feel of fans being there, even though it's an away game. Uh, but I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. So yeah. if y'all go, let us know how it is. Yeah, it, uh, definitely let us know. I mean, it sounds it's cool, man. They want to, you know, obviously I can kind of take advantage of, you know, concessions and, uh, you know, merch and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. also just get the feeling of getting back in the stadium and more people are getting, uh, vaccinated now. So just kind of being around the ones you love, man, before we're all back. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very cool. Uh, so let's, you know, real quick, before we get into the Daniel Shallowy interview, um, how do you think 2021 will go for Sporting KC? And this is a very difficult question because there's so many unknowns, but I guess it's kind of a two-parter. Um, what's a successful year for Sporting KC? And where do you think they're actually going to end up? You know, if you look at MLSsoccer.com experts, they predict us anywhere from 10th in the West to 3rd in the West. So. You, didn't put, you didn't put quotes on experts. <laughs> contributors how about that there you go contributors i mean <laughs> come on i'm a well, what constitutes an expert yeah to be no. on a podcast or write Fair some enough. articles come on i mean i think some people would consider someone like matt doyle to be a little bit more of an expert but you know then there's some hey, others who are are we experts i mean we're we host podcasts <laughs> there you go just you saying go. because i'm not gonna say we're gonna finish sixth or seventh in the conference no respect bro a lot of those <laughs> experts give us no freaking respect yeah and like we had Amadou Dia on last year and he mentioned, he's like, we see that and it's garbage and we'll, you know, we'll make them eat their words essentially. So yeah, I think a a fair expectation is, is maybe not one or two in the conference, but three or four is not outside the realm of possibility, except we got to play a lot of those big time teams three freaking times. Yeah. Three or four here's what I'll say. If everything fires right for Sporting KC, I think third is very attainable. I I think you probably shouldn't go into a season as a fan expecting everything to fire right and everything to fall into place because it never does. So the question should just be, will we make the playoffs to anybody? Because everyone answering, no one answered. Well, actually someone, someone said we get 10th in the conference. Michael LaHood. Yeah. Who the hell is that? (laughs) <laughs> no i'm serious who the hell is that yeah I every every other person of... on there i was like okay that seems reasonable everyone has us in the playoffs and then here's michael that says mm, i'm new here i'm gonna say 10th because i don't like the colors <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know yeah I'm i now i think <laughs> my gut instinct says fifth place is where sporting kc finishes sure. this year and that's accounting for there's going to be some lulls there's going to be some injuries or whatnot I certainly think Sporting KC is talented enough and capable to finish higher. I'm just kind of hedging for some some lulls, some injuries, some absences, and and I think we net out in fifth. But we'll see. I mean, that's a playoff team. So that's, solid, that's a solid playoff team. That should be the question, because if you get a foot in the door for the playoffs, it's all that matters. Anything dude. can happen. Yeah. Now, I don't think we're hosting a playoff game at fifth, but... Nope, not necessarily. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, we'll see. I, I mean, who do you think finishes first in the West? I mean, uh, I'm kind of putting it on LAFC. Um, LAFC, the easy, the easy guess. Yeah, they could bounce back. They had a little mm-hmm. bit of a down year last year, but they could bounce back definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle, you always want to say they're going to be up there, but they don't have Jordan Morris. How's yeah. that going to affect them? Now they're also known to make some midseason signing that suddenly boosts them from tenth into second. So. That's always possible. That's true. Uh, Portland is always decent. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, as far as Eastern Conference teams, uh, that one, you know, it's it's a little bit little bit tougher. Toronto could be up there. Philly could be up there. Uh, Columbus is still going to be very good. So the Columbus crew could be up there. Columbus could be very good, man. I think that's what a lot of people are uh, are kind of betting on, Columbus. Yeah, so – We'll see, but you know, it's coming up soon. We'll start the, start the season this weekend and uh, we'll know a little bit more every game that happens. So, but, but exactly. first, I feel like I'm blind as hell going into this season. Like this we talk about one. it every week, but I feel like I don't know anything. Well, it, the, the weirdness is compounded by the fact that 
not only do we have new additions with, you know, EC or Emmy Walter or whatnot, you know, and, and some departures that were key contributors in years past, but we're coming off of a year where we didn't play nearly enough teams to know anything about them. Mm-hmm. We haven't really played LAFC or the Galaxy or Seattle or Portland or, or whatnot in almost, you know, two seasons. So it's, yeah, tough, to, it's tough to know how we sort of stack up against those teams because, you know, and ultimately the team we lost to in the playoffs was a team that we played like seven times last year in Minnesota. Right. So we'll see, but it'll be interesting. We'll know a little bit more after Saturday and, and then we'll, we'll be back obviously to, to break it down and talk next week before the home opener. Break it down. But let's kick it over to our interview with Daniel Shallowy. Yes. We'll be back after the interview. Stick around. All right, guys, we're back with another Sporting KC player. Probably has the best name on the team, if I'm being honest. Uh, Daniel Shallowy. Man, welcome, dude. How, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you guys? Dude, we're great, man. We've uh, we've been talking about you a lot this year. People ask, uh, you know, who's the player who has a lot of promise, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of progress this year. And I always say Daniel Shallowy, man. He's like, he's itching to get back into it. Had a great year a couple of years ago and then just kind of trying to work his way back in there. How are you feeling, man? Right off the heels of preseason, everything uh, everything going, body feeling strong? Yes, uh, to be honest, yes, feeling great. Uh, did lots of work in the offseason and I think that showed in preseason as well and, uh, you know, worked hard in preseason. It wasn't easy because, you know, four weeks away from home, that's that's never easy in the head as well as well as in your body because it's tough but uh you know we got we got through it and now we're back in kc and just can't wait to start it uh, as you said uh yeah i am itching to start it yeah so how are you feeling about where the team's at uh, as a whole i mean you got some new guys in there everyone bonding pretty well yes honestly uh, i think uh this has been always uh a great uh, thing what uh, Peter and the whole staff is doing uh, with recruiting players. I think they always find great players uh, to fit in the team, like in the locker room. We always uh, find connection with the new guys. They're uh, good guys. We never have trouble there. So it's always nice to uh, meet new players and from different countries, you know, it's uh, it's a good feeling. So, so far, we're all very excited uh, to to see the other ones play, you know. So you're coming up on your your fifth full professional season with, with Sporting KC. Uh, you're a veteran now, and obviously 2018 was was a career year from you. Last couple of years, some ups and some downs. 2020 was a whole other separate craziness. Um, but you mentioned you've been you've been working during the, the off season. What are some things uh, between last season and this season that you really wanted to focus in on to to help get back into the form you want to be? Honestly, just really pushing on. Uh you know, my strengths and uh, try to make them uh, make them even better. And uh, going into uh, this season, I worked uh, a lot on physical strength as well uh, to keep my body fit and try to make a good impression starting the season. So I think uh, that helped a lot. And, uh, and, you know, trying to get back to my game, obviously, uh, 2019, as you said, that didn't go my way. Uh, the team wasn't wasn't doing well as well, but uh, no excuse for me. You know, 2020, I didn't really get uh, enough playing time. But uh, this year, I think I'm going to get my chances. And uh, I have to prove that, uh, as you said, I am a veteran. I can uh, I can be carrying the team and I can be the 2018 form again. That's awesome, man. It's great to hear that. And, uh, you know, last year was just nuts. 2020 was just totally random of a season, but this year things are looking a little more full, a little more regular, you know, full season. Um, but going back to last year, when you guys hit the MLS's back tournament uh, and just quarantine in general, man, how, what'd you do to keep yourself busy? I mean, you're a video gamer. I, I know Johnny mentioned a lot of the younger guys like Fortnite. He kind of trashed Fortnite. He was like, that's just dumb. Uh, <laughs> what kind of things did you do, man? Yes, honestly, uh, video games. Yes, that was one of the things uh, I would play a lot. Um, 
and my sister used to live here she lived here for a year so she started quarantine with me and uh that was that was actually really nice you know to have a family member with me we're really close so it was good to kill some time together and uh I did a vlog as well. Uh, that was a, that was a fun experience. I Busio helped me out with that. So you know, just trying to find things what you really haven't done before. Like I don't usually go on walks and uh, do things like that, but I would go and like explore the the city, like and around the city, just go on walks. And it was uh, it was weird times, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad we're back. But you know, looking back at it. Uh, it's it's always nice to have those uh, periods when you can reflect to yourself and obviously it was a little longer than we all anticipated <laughs> but uh but it was it was nice you know you reevaluate things in your life and uh try, when things go back to normal you you try to be your 100% yourself you know what uh what what video games are you playing most often so I used to play Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite anymore. So You're too old uh, for it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing FIFA. I played a lot of FIFA, and uh, Warzone uh, is the other one. Now Call of Duty. I was never good at these shooting games. Fortnite <laughs> kind of started it with me, and now I'm I'm okay, I guess. So now I'm playing Warzone. So at least I'm playing the same games with Johnny, so we can hop on together. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Did you pick up any other skill? Like I, I started cooking a lot more during quarantine. Now I actually really enjoy it. Did you pick up any other skills you didn't think you'd have? Yeah, we, uh, we did some cooking uh, as well. We ordered, uh, you know, those HelloFresh uh, foods when you get all the ingredients and you make it your own. I think uh, that was awesome. And uh, my sister always liked the uh, painting. So she bought uh, lots of uh, like big boards for us and like, paint and we just uh kind of try to be creative things uh hobbies you try out sometimes they don't go your way so that's not my <laughs> hobby at all but uh, it was fun to try out you know yeah man so you know last year uh to start the whole thing off you were supposed to headline the bachelor live i had tickets i was very excited to watch you find love and i didn't get to see it are you upset about that or were you kind of relieved <laughs> You know, I was relieved for a second because I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's okay. But uh, looking back, I think it would have been fun. You know, my whole team was going to come. They all bought tickets. It was so funny. And uh, the whole thing was so hyped up that we got to the point when I was like, might as well just have it. Uh, but yeah, I guess uh, it was it was so funny because I I would get interviews just asking about like, oh, you're the bachelor. And in Hungary, actually, uh, I got uh, so much trash from uh, from media because first they thought that I'm going into like, I'm like pausing soccer uh, and I'm going wow. on the actual show. And they're like, oh, another talent is ruining his career and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just what one night <laughs> yeah so i called like they started off with like a headline the first day and i'm like oh my god i called them and i'm like can i do an interview on that and explain what is actually happening <laughs> but of course you know in media when you explain it after nobody really cares so. right <laughs> yeah headlines would, you be down, would you be up for it again if they rescheduled it no, no, I was saying, uh, <laughs> Come on. I, was, I was saying there's enough, uh, you know, younger guys now on the team, like just do, <laughs> just do them. I, I, I almost had it, but no, no, it's okay. <laughs> who, who would be the best bachelor out of all the young guys now? I was, uh, I was saying that, well, some of them now has, uh, you know, girlfriends, so I gotta be careful what I say now. <laughs> uh, but I was saying, uh, I thought Cam Duke would have been a good candidate. I think he, uh, he's you know a local local guy, and yeah. uh, I think I think he could do some success there. There you go. Um, <laughs> getting back to to some of the the on field stuff that's that's going on. Um, obviously, at least amongst the fan base, there's there's been a lot of conversation about the left wing spot going into this season. You know, Gerso left, and 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 we all know that Peter has 
an open competition mindset. You know, whoever is playing the best in training and who, who can serve the team's needs at any given time, they're the ones who are going to play. So, uh, you know, do you feel like there's an opportunity for you to capture some more significant time or maybe even solidify yourself as the starting uh, left winger on the team this year? Yes, I, I believe that. And, you know, um, us players look at the team as well. We look at where we are standing and uh, what is happening uh, really, like how's the depth looking and are we first, second and those things. So looking at the team, our depth is, uh, is we're not, our squad is not that deep right now, which is perfect for me uh, at this point. If I look at myself, I need to rebound. This is a perfect opportunity to start the season, get my chances and, you know, prove myself. So this is how I, I, I look at it. I need to uh, use this time because I'm sure we're going to sign uh, more players in the summer as well. And uh, you never know when you sign more players. So this is kind of, uh, I look at it in a way that this is, this is a trial for me. I need to put my best performance out there early on to uh to secure that spot for me and uh i have been working really hard and i think uh peter sees it as well the coaching staff sees it as well the players too so i'm just gonna try to keep focusing on it and uh do my best and earn the sparring starting spot that's awesome man yeah you can you can just see everyone just itching to go like in the videos sporting's putting out on social media everyone's looking quick and fit um speaking of signing players and everything though uh we just signed another homegrown player and you are a homegrown player yourself by way of uh kansas city hungary if you will uh <laughs> man what's it about sporting kc where over the past three to four years it's been like a a huge increase in like first team signings from from the academy what, what what's the what's the feeling be behind all that i think uh obviously it's great to look at it i think uh we all we're all excited when uh, there's a homegrown player coming. You know that he's been a part of the system for a shorter or longer period of time, but he knows what sporting is about. So I think that's always exciting. And, uh, you know, I think there's just great uh, recognition of talent. And uh, some of these guys are not from Casey, just like I wasn't and Busio and these guys. We, like Boos and them were brought into the system and uh and like now Kave uh brought into the system and I think these are uh these are important things you got to find talent and then uh develop them and get to the first team so it's pretty much uh one of the ways to to bring a homegrown to the first team so I think sporting has been doing a great job over the years and uh I think uh if they continue like that our academy already has a great reputation across the country and across the world right now, as well as like players like me, you know, coming over from Hungary. I mean, uh, people in Hungary look at it like Sporting's Academy is great. So I think these all just help and uh, push the academy forward and forward. So hopefully they keep continue doing it. You know, kind of piggybacking off of that, do you feel uh, being a senior guy, and at homegrown yourself, do you feel kind of a responsibility um, in, inside yourself to help those younger players uh, feel comfortable? Yes, I do. I think I uh, I have this feeling in me. But at the same time, it's funny because I got to the point when I don't feel so young anymore, like hanging out with some of the guys. Like like Ozzy comes to the team uh, and he's, uh, he's 17. So I'm like, I start hanging out with him and then I realize that uh you know i'm eight years older than him now so i'm like oh my god like that's insane in two years i'll have a kid on the team who's 10 years younger than me and that's just crazy to think about but yeah i try to help them in any way i can and i think uh some of them also look at me that way because uh i'm i'm the one of the homegrowns who is uh who's come up and actually uh had uh very much success with the first team and now uh there's there's many more you know Busio, Jalen and last year Cam Duke, Felipe so hopefully uh everybody can get to that point one day. You know I, I saw a funny quote from you uh from from a couple of weeks ago I think it was where you were you were talking about the home grounds and you were like you know they have an easier job than I do because they're are more academy players they can hang out with each other nowadays I had to hang out with Roger Espinoza. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> is that true. Are you bragging I mean, or complaining? I mean, a little bit of both, you know. I mean, <laughs> I've become great friends with Roger, but uh, he's scary, you know, coming up from the academy. <laughs> your first uh, person you got to hang out with is Roger Espinosa, and you're like, I don't know, I'm kind of afraid, you know. <laughs> so they have they have a better job. Uh, I mean, an easier one. It's uh, it, They always move together. It's so funny in the facility, like, I always go up to them and I'm like, guys, you don't have to stick together. You can go and hang out with the older guys too. So uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny, but uh, it's good to see them uh, doing well. And I think everyone's super nice to them. So they have an easier job. I think I, I never had a tough, tough spot, but if I had five of my best friends on the team with me from the first minute, then would have helped obviously to get more integrated faster. Yeah. And you were coming from not only another city, but, you know, another country. And obviously Peter's got the Hungarian connection and whatnot, but I imagine that just made it that much more difficult. Yes. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think uh, that one year, it's funny to think, but that one year helped so much at the Academy to, to just feel, I already felt more American and more into the system after that one year, because there was so active, there's so much, uh, things were happening with just even being in high school and then uh, at the academy as well so I think it was a, it was a big help for me if I would have come just to the first team straight that would have been much more difficult you know here's a, a kind of a short little fun question for you Daniel have you ever had um, the nipples cut out of a shirt that you owned <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um how when, when did john when was johnny on this podcast johnny man a couple <laughs> weeks ago he was like we got him we got him because he he slathered icy hot on our briefs bro <laughs> he, he told yes. us he told us it was an out of nowhere unprovoked attack by daniel and so <laughs> he he had to get you back that is very not true there is no <laughs> such thing as unprovoked ad attack against johnny russell because he's you got to be on your toes always when you're around him. But, uh, but yeah, I did, I did spray Icy Hot on them. But we were on a traveling day. We were going to the airport. And I had a T-shirt with me. And I put it on five minutes before leaving to the airport. And I see my nipples. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do? So they had to, like, find another T-shirt for me. Ah, he was a mess. Uh, it was terrible and it was an expensive polo right yes i bought that shirt and i was so happy i finally have this shirt and and oh i was i was actually mad i made them pay for it <laughs> it was good he said uh he said he thinks it might have been the angriest anyone's been at one of his pranks <laughs> so. maybe 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 yeah <laughs> is uh is johnny the biggest prankster in the, in the locker room or, or do you guys just kind of give it to each other yes he's uh He's one of the he's one of the best ones, but uh, you know, we I think we we all get on that level sometimes uh, in preseason. Sometimes you have these boring moments. So I had I found this app where uh, you can have two people call each other, and they both think that the other one called them. <laughs> so they pick up at the same time, and they are like, "What you you called? What what? Why are you calling?" <laughs> it was it's hilarious, and he records it. So I had Busio. And our head uh, head trainer Kurt Andrews call each other, <laughs> and I have the recording. It's so funny, and they just start going at each other. They're like, "You called me. You don't believe me." It's so funny. So, you know, That's we hilarious. try our best. We try our best. <laughs> is is there anyone you know? Don't mess with that person because we you, we've done it one too many times, or or are they going to get mad? Or is that just uh, Peter? <laughs> yeah, I would say you wouldn't want to mess with Peter, but uh, but within the team, I think we're all uh, good sports. That's yeah, good. what about, you know, actually speaking of Peter, man, you had that no-look goal a couple of years ago. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows that. It's part of every yeah. highlight package. We all went wild. The goal wasn't even necessary, but it was just icing on the cake, you know. Did Peter say anything about that goal afterwards? Was he just like, great goal, or was he like, you cocky son of a bitch? <laughs> I I don't think he ever said anything about really? that. I think uh, he just, it, well, to be fair, like that whole uh, period, I think for all of us was happening so fast that uh, it's like those games like went 
went by and uh, you just didn't even like recognize it. Like after you sat down and like we were out, obviously we didn't make the final. You look back and you're like, I wish you would have uh, lasted longer. But uh, no, he just said great work, obviously, and uh, talked about the game. But uh, yeah, he never he never really talked about that. It was it's funny because uh, he might have not even noticed that in the game. I think maybe after he watched it back. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a good moment. I don't even know how I did that because that how that came to my head. I still I'm still laughing. Wasn't yeah, it a, a Firmino from Liverpool who had done it? I think like just right before yeah, you did. Yeah, he's, so. he's done it many times. I've seen it many times from him. But uh, how that came to my head during the game, I have I have no idea. Like even at training, uh, when you do it sometimes, but. Uh, but it's it's funny. I, I wish one day I can repeat it. Hopefully I'll get a chance <laughs> like that. That's right. Um, you know, speaking of Peter, he he, he must he, he clearly sees something in you. He's 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 stuck with you. He, he's got you around. He doesn't keep people around if he doesn't think that they can contribute to the team. And that's what he's he said all along. So how, how is he being your coach and, and sort of being like a mentor figure helped over the last couple of years as you've worked your way or, and tried to work your way back into that uh, 2018 form? Um, I think uh, I, I agree. I think uh, he's helped me a lot, especially uh, early on, uh, you know, coming into to MLS and uh, trying to make my way up and getting my chances from him. I think uh, that was that was huge. I think uh, I, I'm glad that he 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 helped me with that and he saw that I have talent and brought me in from the academy. So he's helped me over the years uh, a lot just uh, advices like on the field and uh, trying to make me a better player and uh, obviously we all have uh, low moments but um, I think he trusts uh, he's trusting in my uh, you know like a rebound season I could have so he's he keeps putting me out there so I'm I'm, I'm really happy about that and uh, I'm trying to appreciate it with you know good work on the field Absolutely. Well, um, kind of back to homegrown conversation here, man, I wanted to give you a couple categories. And if you could rank your fellow homegrowns for me, you can't rank yourself, even though you might want to, but uh, just who's the best at uh, who's the best homegrown at FIFA? At FIFA, um, I'd say a fresh one, Kave. I think uh, Kave would be uh, the best one. New, new kid on the block real good at fifa sweet uh who's the who's the funniest man who makes you just just hurt laughing um i think i'd say boost uh boosio and Jalen. we are in the we're in the same group chat and we always hang out a lot i think uh i would have to say those guys we we have good laughs always yeah seems like they their their comedic delivery is uh very serious it's hilarious you know everything <laughs> yeah, they're putting yeah. online uh, what about the best taste in music, man? Like who who's got who's got the best uh, tunes in the locker room and whatnot? Best tunes, um, God, I would say myself right here, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll have to go with uh, with Boost again because uh, the other guys don't really play music. Jalen does sometimes, but uh, Jalen can be in the mood and some, you know, he just tries to please himself and not the crowd. And I don't like that. You got, <laughs> if you're a good DJ, you got to look at the crowd's reaction. You got to have so fans, I, I'd man. Say, I'd say, uh, I'd say Busio to that too. What about, what about the worst taste in music? And you can open that up to the whole locker room if you want. Worst taste in music? You know, I'm going to say Tyler Freeman for that. Oh, and he's he's improving because he he's uh he's getting some good ones but sometimes he listens to like heavy metal and stuff like that and it's crazy ah. you wouldn't think but uh 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling that. Yeah, we're about to play some soccer, Tyler. Not go UFC on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he has some. Uh, he has some good ones, but you know, he's young. He's finding his uh, his interest. <laughs> yeah, he's learning. I like how you named all. You know, uh, you could have picked anyone that had worse taste, and you picked one of the younger guys. <laughs> the older guys are too busy doing their taxes or something. So. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it helped a lot that. Like it used to be like guys who loved country music. I, I'm like, that's, that's my no right there. Like, yeah. no, just no. We don't need to be doing uh, line dancing in the locker room. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, the thing is we always have the same guys play music usually. So you don't really get to experience everyone's uh, music taste, but they seem to like the music. So I guess they're similar in most ways. Nice. Yeah, just that's got all I got for categories, unless you got a couple, Jim. <laughs> no, you covered it. Um, just a couple more questions for you, Daniel. We'll let you go. Um, first season since you've been here, and, and for maybe a, a lot of people who, who have been Sporting KC fans, that, that Matt Beasler is not going to be the consistent captain. And, and Johnny has already been named captain for this year. So what is it about Johnny? He's been here for a few years now. What is it about him that, that lends himself to being a captain? And, and what are you looking forward to out of him as, as captain this year? Yes, you know, we're really going to miss uh, Bees. Uh, obviously, he was a great captain, but a good friend as well. Uh, so that's that's just crazy to think that it's not going to be him. But on the other hand, I think uh, Johnny's a good pick. I think he's, uh, he's a character and he can, uh, you know, he can, he can communicate in the locker room. He can... Uh, get us uh, do what the coach wants us to do or what he wants us to do and get a message uh, through to the players. So I think uh, he has that power and uh, he can speak up, raise his voice when things don't go that, uh, our way. And uh, sometimes you need that, you know, you need a player who can uh, shout at you. I think Roger is very good at that as well. Uh, when in halftime you're a little sleepy and then he's just, you know, punches the table and that talks to us like wake up I think Johnny will be great at that uh, perspective as well but uh, yeah it's, it's good it's uh, I'm, I'm happy for him hopefully uh, we're gonna do well and uh, he's gonna lead us you know to win MLS Cup or something well it's also nice to have a captain who has no issues getting into the face of a man who's a foot taller than him in Kendall Waston <laughs> yes yes true that was a good time Good times, good times. <laughs> uh, and, and I guess just the last question we have for you. So, so we obviously 2020, weird year, not a lot of fans allowed. Hopefully there will be more fans as the season goes on. But we're going to start off the year with presumably a, a number of fans in, in the stands. What are you most looking forward to in, in 2021, getting back to Children's Mercy Park with fans in the stands and, then, and hopefully a, a full stadium? How is it going to improve the, the, the energy and, and the feel of the team as you guys are out there playing? I honestly can't even imagine it's it's been so long that uh, it's going to feel amazing when we're going to have a full stadium again or at least close to a full. Uh, but I we are so excited. We I think every week we talked about it that, oh, how much percentage uh, do you think we're going to have in capacity and when we'll get to full? Because we just miss the fans. I miss the I miss the feeling of having everyone in the stadium it was the best feeling you know that we had a, we have a game this weekend and all the fans are so excited to come all my friends are coming to the game because everybody wants to be there we have uh, we have the best fans in the league I, I i love our stadium so it's just uh sad to see it you know not full with people so i'm 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 really excited hopefully in a month or two or three whatever it is uh, when we can get back to full uh, stadium, I think it's going to be an awesome feeling and a great push for us. You know, I think we're all going to be super excited. Very cool. Well, Daniel, I think that's uh, that's all we got for you right now. This was this was awesome. Thank you so much for taking some time to to join us, tolerate some Absolutely. of our nonsense. Uh, yeah. we, we have Johnny back on. We'll tell him that, you know, we've, we've done our investigation. We've determined it was not an unprovoked attack <laughs> and, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll set him straight. So <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Daniel. Yep. Thanks brother. Take care. Take care. See you guys. Bye -bye. See you.
Freaking friends, man. <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you, dude. He, he first we got we got nippleless shirts over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was my favorite. His so I was trying to figure out if we needed to have like a tactful way to bring it up, and and you just went and <laughs> went went for it. Do you like and, that? And you could tell clearly he didn't listen to our episode with Johnny, but you could see y'all couldn't see on Zoom, but his face he his face instantly changes, and he was, how did you know about that? He was seriously shocked. <laughs> like, who told you? Like, right. when did Johnny come on here? <laughs> and, but, but then it was funny because when I was like, well, Johnny told us it was an unprovoked attack. And he was like, no, no, no. He basically said bullshit. That... Nothing with Johnny is an unprovoked attack. <laughs> <laughs> so That was so good, man. It's so cool to have him on there. He wasn't initially on video at first. And, and you were like, I mean, well, we're on video. So, uh get on video no, no i was like you know you do whatever you're comfortable with we're right. gonna keep our video on if you want to you know that's great and, and i like seeing them when we're interviewing them because yeah, way you get a little feel for how they're in, how engaged Jimmy, they are it's your podcast dude if you want them to be on video you ask them to be on video <laughs> i wasn't gonna sit there and be like daniel we are not starting until you put your video on yeah gonna need you to put on your nippleless shirt and uh <laughs> But <laughs> I, I mean, man, I understand it. He he just bought this nice brand new polo. He puts it on. Bro, my mind went to like a hundred dollar Lacoste yeah. polo, you know, where you're paying for that little alligator in the corner. Yeah. Well, just, he, he said he made him pay for it. Yeah. He made them pay it. So he said it was a traveling game. And basically, <laughs> basically the club had to find him another shirt because like he didn't pack another shirt. I just, and of course you pack two pairs of drawers. You always pack two pairs. You don't know what's going to happen to your underpants. Anything could happen. <laughs> not many people pack two tops you know i imagine daniel's putting on a shirt and the moment he pulls it down and realizes what happens and turns is the moment that like peter walks in and just sees daniel standing there with the He's shirt like, on i don't care what you do in your private time <laughs> just keep it out of training all right <laughs> it's not here um no but he was he was a great sport i loved his answer he talked a lot about what he worked on over the off season and yeah. and the the opportunity to get some more playing time this year. So we didn't have to remind him that he had like a little bit of a down year. Like he, he knows, you know, he knows, but there's no other way to phrase something than to bring it up. You know what I mean? It sucks. Yeah. It sucks to talk about. Yeah. But he handled it very well. I mean, he, he is a veteran now. Uh, and, and he's been around say, for, right. Right. You know, what and, I think fifth full year with the club now. Well, so how would you feel as a young kid being you know having to grow up around roger espinoza <laughs> that was my other favorite when he was like roger's yeah. great but he's scary and how bad is tyler freeman's music like what <laughs> kind of things is tyler listening to is he like a old school britney spears guy which i'm like that's not bad oh no daniel i, I think daniel would be about I, I, didn't he say it was like or, or did you i don't maybe you were the one who made the joke i don't remember because we talked so much with him about so many things but like yeah like more hardcore rock uh, I don't know. Is that what he said Freeman does? More I think so. Rock, yeah. I, I just, there was so ah, much. We in recorded there. this last week. It's just not as fresh in my mind right now. <laughs> That's okay. It's just clearly Freeman is the one who, uh, who doesn't have the musical taste. <laughs> um, I don't know. That I like that little game we played with them though, where we were asking them to rank the homegrowns. Yeah. 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 So we'll do a little I, bit more of that going forward. As much as he'd like to probably rank himself first on about everything which he said his music taste is the best. And I'm like, dude, can we get like some hungry hip hop going on? Man? Like, <laughs> what do you got over there? Yeah. Like Budapest. I know they got like some house music or something. Well, that was the other thing I felt bad about him for when he was like the Hungarian press started thinking I was leaving soccer to go on the bachelor. <laughs> so funny, dude. So funny. And he was just like, can I do an interview with you and set it straight? Right. Because it's a one day thing. This it's is not wild. serious. This is too much. <laughs> and I, if I said, it, if you did it again, would you do The Bachelor again? Would you sign up to do it? And he was yeah. like, no. And yeah. I, my heart broke a little bit because I really wanted to see that shit show. It would have been glorious, it, but it would have been a glorious shit show. It would have been a drunk Johnny Russell in the front row, just yes. hooting and hollering. And I, I don't know if we had like, I think we had pretty decent seats going into that. I was, we got them last minute though. And that was like the day the world closed yeah like the bachelor day and i we were like getting ready to get in the car to like 
head out that way. Yeah. I remember that it took them a bit to make the, the, the decision to, uh, yeah. to shut it down. But March Madness was done. Big 12 tourney. I mean, it seems like a freaking ages ago, man. Yeah. But uh, fun stuff, dude. Daniel Shallow, great friends. Two Daniels, one Jimmy. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to make so, that. uh, that's a hashtag. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Daniel's great. We love to having him on. We'll, we're going to try to get some more players over the course of the year. We'll, we'll see if we can talk to some guys at, at media day. We're very excited to go to media day. We're going to yeah. uh, maybe try out some of the new food options. I don't know if they'll have uh, any vegan options or not, but we'll see. No, I'm going to pack my own lunch and that's okay. Cause you've given me the okay to eat in your car. <laughs> and uh like we said if you guys have any questions for peter or players feel free to tweet us message us email us we'll, we'll do our best to ask those uh, w- within reason uh and, and we'll see how it goes so looking forward to it yeah man but, i might uh, i might even get a haircut maybe i'll trim my hair a little bit there you go i'm gonna i'm, I'm planning to trim it up a little bit on uh on thursday this week so okay. should look better for next week i want to find someone who cuts long hair I don't want someone to take too much off. I just yeah. want you to even this out. Just clean it up. Do not Trim take any length bit. off. Yeah. Because I've been working. There you go. Really hard. There you go. <laughs> you can find somebody. Who does Marissa oh, go to? Uh, I don't know. She doesn't get her hair cut like ever. No. But I do want to, I don't want to go in and see some like bald man and be like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you are not it. <laughs> you don't do it. Or yeah. some, some woman that's like, you look great with your hair short. I'd be like, nope, 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 nope. I want I, it long. I want what I want. Don't be trying to convince me to cut more, okay? Because yeah. they do that. Yeah. They'll do it. No, they do. Uh, you'll find somebody. I believe it. So yeah, it's gonna take a bit. Uh, last thing, man, is I. You know, we'd be remiss to go this whole episode and not talk about the debut game of uh, Casey Woso. Bro, do not f with Casey Woso. They'll fight you. They will mush your face. They'll mush you. Did you see the mush? <laughs> this game ended on a, a very wild note there were yeah. uh red cards aplenty Woo. so it um i fell asleep i had to wake up and catch that little recap yeah you know it it didn't i end. hate to say that I, I fell asleep towards the end okay i missed the ending yeah it it, it didn't end the way that casey would have wanted it, it finished 2-1 portland won. portland's historically a very good team so mm-hmm. for for this being their first to play them showing, first right and it was on the road. Someone had uh, to. Yeah, there were um, two yellow cards and three red cards issued in the 90th minute or later. Uh, I mean, this was there was a reckless tackle. There were uh, face pushes, like you said, along sidelines. It just, you know, it, it it got a little out of hand. But I like what I saw from the KC team, and it'll be interesting that you know they have. The jerseys that they were wearing aren't going to be their permanent jerseys even for the rest of the year, but right. they were sleek, you know, white and silver. Uh, and, and now they, they play Chicago on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. So it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting. You can catch the games on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I'm excited, man. I, I, I just, you know, Amy Rodriguez gets the first goal in the history of the club. Is that right? I guess it's at least... Yeah here in KC. Yeah. And and yeah, it's just it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch this team continue to evolve and grow. Absolutely. I just oh my god, don't mess with them. Dude, I love the face mush. I just I love that. Just the best. It's like get get your face out of my face. Shout out to uh the KC Woso team uh for for their first game. Uh really excited to get out there at some point when they have their first home game. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it is. Uh, but I think that's pretty much all we got for for this week. Of course, there's a ton more we could go on about with the season coming up and whatnot. But we're trying to keep it contained. We'll be back next week before the home opener, and uh, pr- like we said, probably a special little um, mini pod after media day. But uh, you got anything else for our good listeners before the kickoff of the 2021 MLS season? No, man. I mean, hit us up online if there's something we should be asking at media day, you know, the, the hard hitting questions. Um, Cause shit, man, we don't, we don't do this for us or for clicks. Uh, definitely not for money. So, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, we're doing it for people that take the time to listen to us. I mean, you've given an hour of your time here mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we work for you. All right. Absolutely. Let us know. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us and, and listening to us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JC Mac zero three. 
like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod and shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Check out hellotushy.com slash noother for 10% off your Hello Tushy bidet and make sure your bum's clean going into the 2021 MLS regular season. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Two Daniels, one Jimmy. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.